Hey bitch, it's Asti and Britt. Welcome to Turned On and On Purpose. If you want to have your pussy purring and dripping in cash and looking to create your empire, then bitch, you're exactly where you need to be. It starts here. Hi, Hi, bitches. Hi, bitches. Can we talk about our matching outfits? I know. Like, we're so couples dressing. You're the white to my black. Literally. I love it. It's so good. It's like we are a couple. Was it yesterday? I went to explain something that happened like a few years ago and I started my sentence off. I don't know if we were together. (laughs) And then I was like, wait, hold on. Hang on. Yeah. But we are a couple because we're both turned on on purpose. And we're a power couple. We're a power couple. Oh, my nipples just got (laughs) I can see them through your top. I was just wearing a bra before and then I didn't like how it looked. So... I've taken it off and We're now I can feel it. Free the titties. Feel feel and free the titties. Woo-hoo. All right. Amazing. So welcome back to another episode. I have loved seeing everyone's reviews. Oh my God. I was laying in bed reading them the other night, tearing up. It's I, so beautiful. I know. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's just really nice. Yeah. Like we're making change. Yeah. Yeah. And like to know that you guys witness it and receive it is just everything. So thank you. Yeah. It's so good. Such a turn on. Such a turn on. Let's start with a few turn ons first. Cause we started last time. Turn offs. There were lots of turn offs last week. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of turn offs today as well. But let's start with some turn ons. <laughs> we're turning into really negative people. <laughs> Look, I like to think that our negativity brings change. I was actually going to say that unless you have like things you want to change, you're totally. not really doing anything positive yeah. in the world you yeah. can't be neutral no totally yeah you have to you have to sit with the fucking shit you have to sit with the shadow you have to sit with the negativity to bring light onto it so that it doesn't become negativity because when yeah. we were done talking about it it's like whoa it comes into such a more empowered powerful place as opposed to yeah. oh well yeah. it's me yeah. victim yeah gross well you can be like oh this really pisses me off and like get angry and then be like yeah. hey how are we going to turn that into divine Something. rage? Yes. How are we going to use that fuel to make a change for the world? Amen. Yes. Amen. So, turn, turn on. What is turning us on? Um, oh, I got my lips done. Oh, I like, got my hair off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't get lip filler. I, I'd still like to probably do that one day. But my cousin, and for anyone on the eastern suburbs, please go check her stuff out. It's amazing. She's incredible. They look insane. Yeah. Like, they look so delicious. So, it's I got them lip tattooed. And, fuck, the healing process was pretty, like, interesting. Because day three or four, that's, like, when your lips just start to shed big time. And it was so gross. And I saw, like, everyone look at me. But I'm like... <laughs> whatever I'm gonna be fabulous on the other it's side of this yeah. yeah and it's just so nice because it's like given my lip color just more definition like I've always had full lips yeah but it just makes them pop that yeah. little bit yeah. more and it just yeah. I love how it brings out the cupid bone. yeah you know how you want to have like that really defined shape at yes the top? it's done that I know and it's um, so yummy it's so cute for and so, so this is only the first Passover <laughs> I get a second one in a couple of weeks time um because this has to heal completely so it's going to be even more like brighter deeper all of the things and it's just gonna be like bitch who is britney's me goddess and speaking of goddess your hair it's like power i know well i've actually had my hair cut this short before and it's funny the first time round i did it i cut my hair up to my shoulders it was longer than my shoulders cut it just above my shoulders 
when I was still stripping, because I'm not a stripper anymore, <laughs> I'm allowed to say that, back in the day, I, um, I was at work and this guy was like, oh, your hair looks nice. Like, it was kind of like a really mer- com- mm. compliment, like, oh, your hair looks nice. And then following on from that, he was like, don't you know that guys prefer girls with long hair? He said that. Don't you don't you know that guys prefer girls with long hair? And I was like, like Asshole. I was like, but also like didn't really care. I was just like, oh, what a dick. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm gonna cut my hair even shorter. So the next day, I booked in another appointment with the hairdresser, and I was like, chop it up to here. Oh my god, <laughs> like, I, I don't love care. That. Um, so this time round, it's like my life is changing. Yeah. Changes in all areas, and I even said to you the other night. I was like, my life has changed on every single area except mm. for my appearance. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck is going to happen to the way I look? Like, am I going to lose a limb? Like, <laughs> anything <laughs> possible all... in 2020? So I changed my hair. So I, I took, cut off all yeah, the energy. Cut off all the the baggage. Yeah. And I feel like I love cutting my hair. It's mm. almost like an addiction of mine. I'm always like, I'm going to grow my hair longer. And then it gets just past my shoulders. And I'm like, I do the same. I need to get rid of that. I do like the it's same. So, it's the same feeling that you get when you clean out your closet mm. and like give clothes away to charity. Yeah. Just getting rid of energy. Actually, I yeah. started doing that this week because remember when we were talking about all about like the aesthetic glow up? Yeah. About like really allowing yourself to be fully expressed in yeah. what you look like. I was going through some of my clothes. I'm like, Bitch, that's not Britney anymore. Like, yeah. I, was, I got rid of so many stuff. So we're going shopping after this. And I'm very excited. Yes. But it was very, it's very cathartic to be able to really let go of all of that stuff. But I choose something new now. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's really yum. Yeah. I love doing that. Like, I'm quite a minimalist anyway. Like, mm. I don't have that many clothes in my cupboard. But I do that all the time. Mm. Where I'm like, would future me wear this? Mm-mm. Totally. Like I feel like my my wardrobe has been through a little upgrade this mm. year. Part of it was like me turning thirty. I was like, oh, I don't know if I not that I can't get away with certain outfits anymore because I'll still wear slutty outfits and somehow let's, <laughs> what to find slutty? Let's not lie. <laughs> let's be real. But I also wanted to like step it up into like more business like suits and just because mm. I feel more powerful. Than mm, that. I love that. So yeah, my whole wardrobe's kind of changed a little bit. It feels good. Yes. Yeah. Well, when I um when I quit massage, I got rid of all of my active wear. Yeah. Because and that's why I've only got the three outfits that's now. Like that's you... why I couldn't go to the gym the other day. I'm like starting the clash. So I can't make it. All my gym leggings <laughs> are in the wash. And I didn't like. I was like, oh, cool. It's all gonna be amazing. I'm like, fuck. I went to go get my stuff on. I'm like looking for my pants. I was like, oh, where is it? I was like. They're still on the line for like two days and it was like in the morning. So they were just drenched from the morning dew. And I was like, okay, Brittany, you need to buy some new shit. But anyway, when I quit massage, I got rid of all that stuff. And that was the most yummy experience ever. Mm. And now when I was going through all my stuff, like I loved those pieces of clothing, but like, I don't even wear them anymore. And I haven't in a while. I was like, am I really going to be wearing that again? Yeah. As much as I loved it. It's like you're holding on to the past. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, Brittany went through that and now she can let it go. Because when I first stepped into this world, I was the biggest tomboy, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about this. I don't know on this, but I've talked about it before. She likes skateboards and rides a motorbike and does all the badass shit. <laughs> like, it's amazing. So when, but when I started, but I haven't seen you do any of it. I know. Well, <laughs> You come around. No, wait, I've come around here on my motorbike. But anyway. 
<laughs> oh my god yeah and i used to meet up with monica i'd ride my bike over to bondi and stuff but you know in winter it's sometimes a little bit hard yeah. too but yeah, yeah. anyway when i stepped into really thanks removing hairs grooming me <laughs> we're such a couple um when i stepped into like really honoring my divine feminine i like really let go of all of my like tomboy-esque things mm. like I was like, no, like that's not who I am anymore. And I went like completely the other way. Because of the pressure on women. You need to be feminine. You need yeah. to be feminine. So and like, I, was, I can't do these yeah, things anymore. Exactly. And yeah. I was like in, um, what's it called? Tiger Lily and Tree of Life. And I'm getting all these like beautiful flowy dresses. I put like hair extensions in my hair. So I had this lot, like it was down to like past my tits. Mm. And it was, I loved it for that time because mm. it was giving me permission to actually lean further into femininity yeah. and like have that expression in terms of my aesthetic but then what ends up happening, like now as I'm like finding that balance, I'm coming back into still being a badass, really bringing all that stuff into my life and not shunning it, yeah. but then allowing that to still be part of my expression as a divine feminine goddess, mm, right? You can have all of it. Together. I can have all of it. Yeah. It's not about, and this is the thing that really shits me is when people step into this work, it's all about healing the feminine, really stepping into the feminine. It demonizes our own inner masculine. And yeah. there's also a de- demonization then ma- masculine men too. Yeah. Like there's just like this, um, what's it called? Like this, I don't know, like a, a shield. Like we just shun it all yeah, instead yeah. of bringing it in. Yeah. And that's where I'm at now. Because you need both. You need exactly. The polarity, exactly. Yeah. And that's where like within my relationship, like with Aaron, um, because we used to do all of that stuff when we first started and I let all of it go. That's when we had our own issues because Mm. I wasn't honoring that part of me that is still integral, but that's the part that he fell in love with. And that's the part he fell in love with. And now it's like, and we've had our moments and our issues and now it's like, no, but I do still want to bring that back into my life Mm. as opposed to be like, that's not who I am anymore. Yeah. But I also feel like it's okay for your life to, like, change. Oh, for sure. And, like, you are – there's so many different versions of yourself and so many things that you do and so many people you can be. Yeah, so many different facets. But at different times in your life. Yeah. So you'll kind of weave back and forth. Yeah. yeah. You can't use those one few things as your identity. Yeah. Right? Because as soon as we put our identity in what, you do. what we do, we lose ourselves. Yeah. And that's like when people lose their jobs or if they lose something, yeah. then it's just like... Or they, they feel put like, it into their relationship. Yeah. Their relationship and then relationship ends and they're like, who oh, am I? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As opposed to allowing yourself to let that be like added limbs and tentacles to who you are. Like if someone's like, oh, what do you do? Who are you? I, I, I literally just say, oh, I'm a badass goddess. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. And then they're just like, what is that? I'm like, <laughs> well, let me enlighten you. Like, that's what oh I God, say yeah. now, as opposed to, oh, I do this and I do that. I start yeah. with that. Yeah. It's not then, what you do. It's like who you are. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I don't know how we got there, but anyway. Hey, know. guys. We just go on a tangent. Yeah. Um, yum. Yeah. Yum. Yum. So our look is turning us on. Totally. Woo. Um, what else? I feel like we've already spoken about this on one of the other episodes, but I just had all the dildos laid out on my dining room table. Oh my god! I ready for in. the most badass photo shoot yes. on Sunday. Oh my god! It's gonna be so good. I can't wait for everyone to see like the BTS. I know we're re- basically we're reshooting all the products, all the dildos, the new 
jade egg. Yeah. Um, so yum. With a group of amazing women. Oh, it's going to be so divine. Oh, it's just going to be amazing. So amazing. Yeah, it's going to be like a retreat day mm. with like our friend who's the best cook ever is making all the food. Love you, Liv. So, love you, food. The best photographer. The best woman. Yeah. Best vibes. Best products. Oh, Don't forget that. <laughs> best products to go on the best website because my website's coming out next month and it is so sexy oh that is another turn on that is such a turn on Asi just showed me another page of it and I was like I was like gobsmacked yeah it is so yummy like my heart is expanding even thinking about it right now yeah I love it upgrades so many upgrades Uh, so let's talk about those turn offs (laughs) you're like now the part I've been waiting for bring it bitch (laughs) So, Asti, what's turning you off? Okay, I was just showing Brit. I think those of you who follow my Instagram probably would have seen this. But this week, there was a post that I saw. I don't know why I was following this account. What was? I don't, I'm not going to name them. I actually Mm-mm. can't remember. But there was a post that I saw, and I can't remember it word for word. But off the top of my head, it was something I'm sick like, of. I'm sick of going to baby showers. Oh, no, I'm sick of seeing pregnant women without a husband. I'm sick of going to baby showers without. Uh, I'm sick of going to baby showers before the wedding. And and put a ring on it before you get my womb or something. Oh yeah, let's make a new standard, ladies. No ring, no womb. Like, oh god, there is so much wrong with that. Oh my god, I have my blood boiling. The can the I? The part that's really frustrating is like this is such an old way of being mm, mm. that is like patriarchal as fuck shit but the thing with the patriarchy now is it's no longer the masculine or sorry it's no longer the feminine it's no longer men holding it up Mm. it's women yeah it's women who are now tearing each other down yeah and limiting ourselves as to how we're meant to live life completely and it's disgusting and what was like little side step from this something else that happened this week i woke up to a message from uh, Insta friend. I don't know her personally, just through Instagram. She was at the beach in the States and a woman who was there with her kids started slut shaming her and her friend saying that they're disgusting for wearing bikinis on the beach. Because it was a thong bikini. Because she was wearing a thong. Her, she was wearing like a sports bra top. Mm. Not that it matters, but they were just wearing what normal people would yeah. at the beach. Yeah. And that woman was saying that it was disgusting. She, they shouldn't be around her kids. She ended up calling the police on them. And they got arrested. So really what this woman is saying, like, in front of her kids, she's teaching her kids that it's not safe to live in a woman's body. Oh, my God. It's like, does she not look at the bigger picture? Mm. Like, your kids aren't going to be, like, scared or, like, like what the fuck does she think is going to happen if her kids are around it? It's actually, like, making me feel sick in it's my body disgusting. right now. I woke up and I was nearly, I read this message and I was, like, nearly crying. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. And it's all from projection yeah. because she's fearful of her own body. Yeah. As opposed to, remember when we were saying As a, like, like a woman, like when you shame other women, it's not mm. and tear other women down no. and say, you're not allowed to do that. You're saying, I'm not allowed to exactly. do that. We're not allowed exactly. to do that. Exactly. And you're not leaving room for what can be. Yeah. As opposed to like we said, celebrate the other woman, celebrate the people that you're triggered by. Yeah. Fucking let that come through yeah. as opposed to oh fuck tear her down yeah. to make you feel better about but your to own call the police. that's so disgusting and then seeing them there like you you val in like you're validating no what is it invalidating 
or whatever the w- fucking word is. This section and this code, it's like... He's like, you're not allowed to be nude at any public beach. They're like, She's not, not nude! Oh my god, it was just... I like, I feel for them so deeply. I actually, they got it on video at the end part. And I shared it on my Facebook. So if you do want to go see the video, it's on Facebook. But... Holy fuck. And now these two women are saying that they're like traumatized from it. It's brought up stuff from their past. I from bet. Their childhood. I and bet. they're having to go into therapy now. Jesus. That's a lot. Whereas but it's like, they shouldn't have to go seek help and get therapy. It's like that lady should have done that a long time ago. Totally. She should be working on her shit. Totally. So that other people don't have to work on it. And then when we work on our own shit, that ends up just rippling out into the rest of the fucking world because then all of a sudden the constitute changes because people that are empowered get to make change and that's effectively what it is, empowering yourself. And all pussies get permission just to like live life on their terms. Exactly, because we are the queens of the pyramid scheme for pussy worship. (laughs) Sign up now. Sign up now and give me all your life savings. (laughs) Please don't do that. Um, so, but also with that original post, the no ring, no womb, it was really interesting because she, uh, I see you only just showed me this, but it's like everyone is entitled to their own opinion, it, yeah. whether it's progressive or not, but be open to receive others opinions and not demonize and, and like totally she like so there were heaps uh, of comments and, and then she turned I shared it, it and then people wrote to me and said, oh, they've turned off comments now. Mm. Like, you can't be that, like, like set in your ways yeah. without being open to just pairing other people out, at least. Yeah, exactly. And that, like, that's not even just with big things. Like, I have to do that personally with navigating relationship stuff mm. in the sense of you, you can be so in on what it is that you want, but just remember you also have to still be open to receiving the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise you just end up being like, no, this is what I want. And yes, okay, boundaries and desires. Yeah. But there's also that element where it's like you have to let the other person in and receive totally. other information yeah. other than your own. Like otherwise if you, you want can't your grow. boundaries to be respected, you have to respect, respect other theirs. people. Yeah. And people are so afraid of having confrontation. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So they won't set boundaries. But if you are respecting the other person's boundaries while communicating your own, there is not going to be any confrontation. Exactly. Someone can say to me, like, I I even know people like this. Lots, Most women are probably more like this still, where they want to get married before they have a baby. Mm. And I'm not going to sit in front of them and be like, you don't need a ring on your finger. Like, I'm not going to push my shit on people. That's totally fine. I'm like, that's cool that you want that for your life. Totally. I'm not going to judge... You, exactly. So why, yeah. (sighs) Just why? Just why? Why, bitches? Why? We are here for the revolution. Of women. Let women Exactly. Exactly. But the thing with this is, is like, why this like frustrates me is that a ring does not equal security. Mm. Like, if you want to get married, get married. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. But that doesn't mean... But if a man gives you a ring, there's still there's, like there's still chances he can 
leave you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, let's not beat around the bush. Yeah. But like for me, I really do want to get married one day. Like yeah. that is my desire. I would love to be. For me, it's not about but the, the commitment. It to... comes from your relationship. Exactly. And the communication and the exactly. foundation. But not the ring. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like people start saying, I want to get married because then it's like a solidification of our relationship. To me, it's just like. I just think it's one of the most romantic things where it's, it's a just celebration. like a celebration yeah. of love, not yeah. it's like, okay, now we're fucking committed. Yeah. It's like things can change and things can shift, but at least in that moment, you know how in love you are. Yeah. And that's, that's just really beautiful to me, but that doesn't mean that just because you're married, you have to stick through thin and through thick and thin always, because there are the opportunities that shit changes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it the doesn't, argument people bring up like, it's really bad to have kids in a, in a split family. Mm. But I feel so strongly that kids, and I mean, my parents stayed together. So mm. that's my background and my upbringing. Yeah. But I still believe that if two parents do split up mm. and they do it on really positive terms and they're still getting along and that split mm. is like the foundation of that is love and yeah. they're still loving energy, yeah. then their kids are going to thrive more so than if two people stay together Totally. for the kids. Mm. Hating each other, not getting along, fighting, bickering. Showcasing what a relationship isn't, yeah. and then all of a sudden those children take that. Yeah. That's all I'm worthy yeah. of. Yeah. Like, mm. it, like, it's better for children to grow up looking up to a relationship of yeah. like, oh, two people can love each other. Mm. Love doesn't have to mean that you stay together forever. Yeah. If it does end, you can find other people and have love outside of that. Yes. Rather than yes. love equals staying together and being miserable. Not that those are the only two options because no. lots of people stay together and are very happy for a long time. But yeah. I think a lot of people will choose to stay in an unhappy relationship or marriage for the, the children. Kids. Yeah. and Which it's not beneficial because you were the foundation you're like the core of your mm. family and your home and the environment that your kids grow up in. Totally. So if you're not happy, mm. the environment's not happy yeah. and the kids aren't going to be happy. But the only thing is, right, I remember talking to one of my clients before because um, she was like going through like a separation. She wasn't sure. And <laughs> she says to her, like she'd say to her friends, like if you didn't have kids though, what would you do? But I don't think that's valid. Because you can't actually say, but if you didn't have kids, what would you do? Because that reality doesn't exist anymore. Mm. So you can't actually base anything Wait, off so if that. You didn't have, when it comes to breaking, breaking up. Breaking up. Yeah. Don't base your decisions on, like, if you didn't have kids. Because it's, I'm not saying, like, still stay for the kids. But it's like, whatever decision you come to, it is it still... for you. Yeah, yeah. But it's still about how then the children will be, like, be able to be held in that. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, yeah. well, I'm not going to stay with him because if I didn't have kids, I wouldn't. No matter how you choose how you stay, it's off that reality in my own opinion. Yeah. It's not saying stay because you have children. Yeah. No, stay or go depending on what is going to be best for you and then therefore the children, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Do what's best for you because yeah. that's going to be what's best yeah. for the children. Exactly. So don't but stay not, for the children because no. that's not actually going to be no, best No, exactly. But yeah. don't eliminate that whole thing because when you start to say, if you didn't have kids, then I'd leave. But it's about I'd leave with love. Yeah. And show how it can be done. Yeah. As opposed to I'm going to stay and be unhappy. Otherwise, perhaps you do stay, but you work so deeply on each other's shit. Yeah. And then again, you're showcasing to the kids that it's like, it takes work. Yeah. And you can do that work. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I think anyway. I know. Yeah. 
I feel like there's not many like relationship role, like people to look up to I in know. terms of like conscious I relationships. Yes. Seeing two couples doing the work. Like I even think about it in my own life. I'm mm. like, whose relationship can I look up to? Do I look up to? And to be no honest, ones. there aren't any. I know. There's none. I literally had this and exact. And that's gave me goosebumps. I literally had this I exact same conversation. Stevie, but I'm like, yeah. I don't even have. A couple that an I ideal can, or yeah. like something that's like you can see us so therefore they have yeah. and therefore it's achievable because yeah. that's what we say to everyone else it's like whatever it is that you want from your life see it and know it's achievable yeah, for you yeah. I literally said having this discussion with my business coach yeah. yesterday where is it yeah <laughs> and she, she was saying there was nothing but then what we have to do is like really envision what it is for us yeah. and really hold on to that vision yeah. and see where you can implement it into your own relationship mm. And if you're, if the relationship doesn't get met with that vision, even though you've tried yeah. and it's like, well then maybe that isn't that relationship. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's about trying, trying, maybe putting yes. in the effort, having the conversations, doing yep. the work. Yeah. That's the other thing I wanted to say is where people prioritize mm. what people are prioritizing. Like back to the wedding thing, people will go, okay, let's spend how the fuck much are weddings? Like 10 grand to 50, however much you spend. Sometimes so 100 grand, a like, yeah. Let's throw all this money into a wedding, but like, not ever invest in like relationship coaching or marriage uh-huh. counseling. Because at the end of the day, it's like, there's no, there's not going to be a marriage unless you work on the marriage. Exactly. So like, you should be focusing, investing in your the maintenance, work, yeah, the maintenance of, of your marriage rather than the wedding. Yeah. yeah, it's like, and people use that. Um, a maintenance is like, oh, we should go for a holiday, or we should yeah, go do yeah, this. Yeah. And remember how I told you, um, we were coming back from our day spa day. Oh. And I was like, how I saw this comment about, um, this woman saying that, uh, coaches that use the word investment are ingenuine mm-hmm. because I'm not investing in myself. I invest in property. I invest in all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's like, but hang on, when we start thinking about investment in terms of love and like a wedding, mm-hmm. that it's like you, you spend all that money on that kind of stuff that's physical, but you're not investing on anything internal to really house the physical. You're the center of exactly. all of that. Exactly. So you're exactly. Like, you have to invest in yourself first before anything outside of you can grow. Totally. And I actually had this conversation with Stevie this week, actually, because he's going to go see a counselor, which yeah. I'm like, Yay. so proud Yay. of him, so excited. Um, and it took him a while to like jump on board with that because he's like, Oh, I'm ready to buy a house. Like wants mm-hmm. to do those things. And there was like a money issue as well, which I'm like, you have the money. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that was kind of his thing. And I was like, yeah, but if you think about it, if you go work on yourself, you're going to love yourself more. You're going to feel more worthy. And mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter if you're working on personal issues or relationship issues you're still going to have a deeper sense of worth. Totally. And with that deeper sense of worth, you're going to make more money. Because... Then you can buy the house yeah. and like have the amazing wedding or whatever you want yeah. to spend with your money. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because money is directly linked to our self-worth. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. It's not that money makes you happy, but the happier you are, the more you actually magnetize the opportunity to make good money. Yeah. Right? The more you work on your worth and the more that you are supposed to invest in things. Totally. It's like this beautiful like um, cycle where it's like you feed in, it gives out, you feed in, it gives out. And every time it feeds in, you get to keep that little bit more to put towards the next thing. It's not this constant like it's like money flows through me. Take and hold on tightly because it's (sighs) never going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why 
But when people are saving for just in case, that's scarcity. Yeah. I never save for just in case. I'm saving because my next step is buying a house. Yeah. I'm saving because my next step is investing further in my business. Yeah. To be able to have that stuff. Yeah. As opposed investing to... Investing in yourself is so sexy. Like, so I sexy. I not change any of the money I've spent on myself. Nothing. Like, over the last couple year and a bit, me and Stevie spoke about saving up for a deposit mm. of a house. Mm. Which I did not, because <laughs> I've been focusing on me. I've invested in myself. I've invested in my in my business, and I haven't really seen a return yet. But I know that it's coming. Yeah. And I'd rather like instead of invest in a house right here this second and yeah. sit on that, I'd rather invest in myself. Totally. And allow myself and my business to grow, because then yeah. what I can achieve outside of that from there is limited. so much more. Instead of being stuck with my house. And focusing on just like paying off my paying mortgage, off the mortgage for yeah. the rest of my life. Can we also talk about babies? I feel sure. like it comes up with like having kids as well. Yeah. Like having a kid is an investment. Like obviously, like they're expensive anyway. But yeah. so many people are just like, okay, let's have a baby. But nobody will invest in like. I mean, they spend heaps of money on like the nursery and getting all the things. Mm. But nobody invests in like coaching around birth yeah or like getting a doula yeah a doula to be there for your birth or a doula to come and care for you after, after. The birth. there's not much energy put into like this time in your life that's really like hugely transformational it's so transformational people yeah. don't that's the thing people don't realize how transformational it is it's like you're literally mourning the death of the life that you had and you're rebirthing yeah and you need to I, and that's really interesting because I, if I had a baby and I was having a baby shower, mm. do you know what? I wouldn't want anyone to buy me stuff for the baby. Yeah. I'd actually want people to buy me whatever it is, like support me yeah, in yeah, yeah. my journey yeah, yeah. because then it's about being able to give back to the baby. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's like, don't Because it's me a, a rebirth for you. Yeah. And it's so powerful. Like, I mean, I've started diving into this world and studying doula training yeah, yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. But there's so many points in our lives where we are traumatized, starting from birth, because yeah. the way that we're brought into the world reflects on how we experience life. Totally. So birth for most of us are traumatic mm-hmm. because of the the transition, the lack of like knowledge and investing yeah. into that into that space. And then we also have a lot of trauma around our periods and coming into puberty. Mm-hmm. We're shamed around our sexuality. Mm-hmm. That's traumatized as well. Mm-hmm. Our first sexual experience usually traumatized. So when it comes time to giving birth yeah. and like that rebirth, it's actually a time where you can reclaim your power and heal oh from my all God, the I just shit. Felt all of that. And you mm. like initiate yourself mm. through all oh my of God. those pre things that you should have been initiated <gasps> into. And they've actually proven that for the two years while you're having a baby, your mind is so open and so malleable that you can change your entire life. You can change your entire identity if you invest in that. Oh my god! So it can either be an empowering experience, yeah, where you step into your power, step into motherhood, mm. and heal from your past trauma, mm-hmm. or it can be a traumatic yeah. experience, and you let which it, happen it is and... for most, yeah, women. yeah. And with that being a traumatic experience, it's a traumatic birth, yeah, and the cycle just keeps going. But even within that, even in stepping into your power, it could like into motherhood and having as much of a beautiful birth as you can, but it can still be traumatic, yeah. but it's not about then housing that trauma. It's not the guilt of like, it, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying like, it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter if you held the birth, birth like if happens. you have a C-section or whatever it is, it's about you feeling in like 
yeah in control and yeah comfortable and empowered throughout that process tell you yeah. what i don't feel comfortable with right now just like my hair it's just so annoying me right now it's just like you know when you just have those days where it's just like i'm seeing myself in the camera i'm like <laughs> it looks great i like i'm not used to my hair yet because it looks like sometimes it looks like a little mushroom hair <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's what happens with mine as well. But anyway. But yours has volume. Mine's just like flat. I just need to wash it. But anyway, soz about that. So yeah. But yeah. Begin <laughs> thinking about where you're prioritizing your money. Your money. Your, what you're investing in. Your, what you're investing in. Because if you really start to think about investing in the internal, if that's fucking amazing food, and then that's investing in your heart, investing in your soul to be able to rise up mm-hmm. and then amplify your life because that's what it's about right if you're constantly leveling up then the opportunity that comes to you is leveled up yeah right yeah like if you stuck say stuck in this thing where it's just like i'm saving to buy a house and i'm gonna be in because this has been my experience i'm gonna save up for this house and i'm going to just be in the um first home buyers kind of part mm-hmm. Grant. Grant yeah. thing. And that only limits what I actually get. And then it's like, oh, it just, it just doesn't feel good. Yeah. As opposed to the more I'm investing in myself, the more I'm realizing, oh my God, like that's not the limit. Yeah. Like there is stuff that's going to be coming to me that allows me to see even bigger and better than a $550,000 house. And if you bought the house first, yeah, you'd be putting so much money into and that energy. that you might not have the money to invest in yourself. Totally. And I... When um, Aaron, when Aaron and I first started trying to like buy a house and starting to invest and try and um, save money, he did get like a bit annoyed at me that I was using my money to invest in myself as opposed to what he's deemed it to be mm-hmm. investing in us. Yeah. But it's like, I understand. But at the same time, I was like, but I can't invest in us unless I'm investing in myself. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You have invest to invest in yourself first. Yes. And then. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why when it comes to calling in desires, you have to know what your desires are so that you can also meet the other person's desires. Yeah. Like it, it all feeds into it. Yeah. Does that make you sense? don't know what you want. And so many women do this, but they don't know what they want. They yeah. just kind of go along. You yeah. lose sense of who you are. You lose yeah. sense of your identity. Yeah. And then your partner kind of loses sense of you as well because mm. there's not this other person in the mm. relationship. Mm. You just become one. Yeah. And that's where that codependency comes yeah. in. And that's when friction starts to and happen. that's when you stop having sex. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it's just like you're not owning your part in yeah. the bedroom. You're not owning yeah. – he's not owning his part. Yeah. But not that it's about that. But it just – it can be showcased in that, yeah. that friction. Yeah. But it's about owning in like your individual – being and your soul investing in that allowing yourself to step into that so that you could be met with mm. more mm-hmm. that's what i believe mm-hmm. oh, yeah. this has been coming up so much this week with me so and much. like the importance oh, yeah. of us both doing our own work yeah like I-, I think it's amazing when people go do relationship coaching and counseling mm-hmm. but for me i feel like there is an importance of like doing the work on yourself so you know who you are you know what your triggers are you know Mm. what your desires are yeah and then coming together as like two whole people to work together unstoppable combination otherwise that that happens where people like they put some people put their marriage or their relationship Mm. before themselves yes so it's like as long as i'm still with this person Mm. and the 
marriage is working, mm. they often just are prioritizing that over their own happiness mm-hmm. and their own goals and desires and whatever they want to achieve. In life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and <laughs> that's when resentment will start to happen. Yeah, that's when it doesn't seem to start working because one person is basing their happiness on making the other person happy. Yeah. They're happy, so I'm happy. Yeah, but then all of a sudden they're realizing that they're not getting fully what it is that they need. But how can you give them what they need if they're not finding their own happiness and they don't even know what they want? And that's really hard. Yeah, Like the people pleasing and boundaries, in that moment it's easy just to go along with the other person, Mm. prioritize them. But it comes out of Because you don't have to have any like confrontation. Yeah. What was it that I heard yesterday? Um, What was the quote? It was so good. Um, honest confrontation mm-hmm. is more empowering than just honest harmony. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my god! Yeah. So it's better just to stand there in that moment and say, "This is what I want." I yeah. mean, it doesn't always have to feel confrontational. Not if you're no. coming from respect. Yeah. But things will shift and change, and you'll gain better understanding in that moment, rather than waiting and waiting and waiting, mm-hmm. and then feeling resentment towards that person. Definitely. Yeah. And so the longevity of your relationship actually requires you standing in your truth. Yeah. Because lying to each other and like people pleasing can only go so far until it just falls apart. Totally. Because you just can't handle it anymore. Where the volcano erupts. Yeah. And sometimes, guess what? We're the toxic ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just always the other person. Own your shit. Because yeah. I'm having to own my shit at the moment too. Fucking full moon. What's up? I know. Can we talk about the full moon? Honestly. It was wild oh, for you. It, oh my God. It has been the most tumultuous. I don't even know the word. It's just been. Tumultuous. To, whatever. It's been fucking turbulent. So not only was I doing my activate your ability, activating your abilities free training. That takes a lot. Yeah. Right. That took so much energy to be able to hold channel and knowing that I had to protect space for not the people that were watching live, but also the people afterwards. Yeah. Oh, that took so much from me. But then also the last day I even had to get off early because I just felt physically sick and I was shaking and I was like, I can't even hold the space anymore. But that's also because this full moon in Aquarius in Leo season brought up like it was all about what it means to be really your full self and letting everything go that can't. Is this the theme of 2020 though? It must be. (laughs) Like it was a lot. And I have had to sit in like my own shit around my relationship and around myself. And it's like this constant like fucking seesaw where it's like, okay, this is what I want And this is what I need. But then what have I been doing to allow it? It's like having to receive not such great, um, (laughs) what's the word? Not such great things coming back at me, like from Aaron. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, but you haven't been doing this stuff. So it gets to the point where it's like, is it that he's not showing up Mm. or am I just not standing in my truth and creating the space for him to show up as the man that I need? Completely. Because there's been a part of me that's shut Aaron out quite a lot. Like you're not giving him the space to prove himself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I've shut him out a lot. And I feel that because yeah, it's been, been there. yeah, <laughs> it's been difficult because it's like I when you love someone so much and like obviously guys like I have changed so much 
that literally, like I've grown, I haven't changed, I've grown so much, but the person I am now to the person that I was, especially when Aaron met me, mm-hmm. very different, but that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But when Aaron has been trying to learn to get to know me again, yeah. but I've actually shut out, I've shut him out quite yeah. a lot yeah. about getting to know who I am now yeah. because I feared his judgment so much. Yeah. So I wasn't able to be my full self in my relationship. And that's like but really hard to hear. You to blame him and go, I can't be my full self because yeah. of you. Yeah, but Whereas actually... Like at the end of the day, if you're not being your full self, mm. only you can control that. Totally. Yeah. And that comes down so to, to boundaries. Like step up. Yeah. Own yourself. Totally. either he will step the fuck up with you. Yeah. Or you'll scare the shit out of him. And, and he'll be like, okay, I love you, but <laughs> bye. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, I, I found that I was, yeah, really hiding this part of myself <laughs> from Aaron and I feel really bad about it but it's all coming out in the wash now um between both of us and it's now like okay if he comes home and I'm fucking having like doing sex magic hey babe come join me like <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like if I'm getting witchy hey I'm just doing this yeah. want to come do it with yeah. me want to stage the fucking house <laughs> as opposed to when he obviously leaves for work and then that space is like me doing me and on my own business it's like I have to bring him into it because he wants to, yeah. but I haven't let him. Yeah. And that is on me. And that has been the biggest fucking shadow of this Aquarius bullshit full moon. Very grateful for it. But oh my God, <gasps> I almost drowned in my own tears. <laughs> like I'm not yeah, even kidding. Babe, it's been a really big week for you. Yeah. But I'm feeling so much better about it today. Today's Friday. That shit needs to come to the surface. Totally. To be seen and witnessed so that you can work through it. Exactly. And that's the thing. I'm going to give it that opportunity to be able to do that. As opposed to, like we said in the first first, um, episode, it's like you have to learn to grow. You have to learn to really... Like grow before you choose to let go. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Someone's angry. (laughs) They agree with us. They agree with us. They're like, yes, bitch! (laughs) Why? Like, (gasps) God damn, it's quiet. But yeah, so we have to grow within ourselves and grow into that full expression on every level. Because I've even said to Aram that like every aspect of my life is beautiful. And I like, I am myself with that. Mm -hmm. And I hurt him by saying that I just don't feel like I can do it here. Yeah. But it's about... Well, actually, I've created that as much as he has. Yeah. yeah. So, own your shit. It's like you need to test it and be yeah. like, can I be my full Yeah, self exactly. Here? And then, like, and knowing that he wants me to be. up to that and then see what happens. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable when you recognize what you may have done. It's not about blaming yourself or blaming the other person, it's just about acknowledging yeah. completely your own shit. That's where I've been this week, guys. So it's been a ride. But hey. I was meant to go look at two houses yesterday and I slipped through the the inspection times. (gasps) The full moon's just made me really sleepy. I've been I was asleep at 4pm. I woke up and I was like, well, I guess those weren't the ones. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waking up at 4am. Oh my God. Like, I haven't been sleeping. I'm so tired. Wow. And I just feel it in my body as well. Yeah. I just can't wait to sleep probably the whole weekend. It won't happen. But not Sunday. But, yeah, but, but uh, Sunday. I will be recharged <laughs> for Sunday. For the like, yeah, just get me all my good stuff. I'm just going to lie here and just place products around me. Well, we're going to go shopping now. We're going to go buy some new lingerie. Yes! Because I literally don't own any... 
I think I own one set of lingerie. But the other day when I did my dramatic <laughs> stroll Strip of stripper stuff out, that was all my stuff because I don't really wear lingerie. But now I need to buy stuff for me. Yes. I want to buy a new stuff too because I don't have much. Because you deserve it. And because I deserve it. And, and I want to. Yeah. Energy upgrade. Totally. I want to start wearing lingerie like underneath everything and be like, power bitch. Yeah. Like, I don't know, sometimes sexy. I think about that, but then I'm like, oh, I just, like, I just love free titties. Same! Yeah. It's like, you want to, like, wear sexy lingerie, but then, like, I love wearing lingerie if it's all I'm wearing. Yeah. But I hate wearing it under stuff. I hate no. wearing bras, but We there's... just need to create some more places where we can just wear lingerie. Done. Should we do our next podcast in lingerie? <laughs> in our new lingerie? Yes. Oh my yes, god, okay. So it's then you done. guys can watch that on the YouTube. And if you are listening to this in the iTunes, you do also realise that you can watch us on YouTube because we're hot to look at. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and next week will be even spicier. Even spicier in our lingerie. Yes. Alright, bitches. Well, thanks for joining us. We love you loads. And we will see you next week. Next week. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> that's a wrap bitch tits if you want to be in on the juicy conversations then be sure to join our facebook group turned on and on purpose until, until next week, week.